You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Twins and the Blue Jays wrapping up this four-game series here today, the final weekend series at home. Here in 2021, Twins, of course, stay home. The Tigers in town starting on Tuesday night. But our final Sunday visit with Twins manager Rocco Baldelli on our Sunday program. Rocco, good morning. Good morning, Corey. How are you? I'm doing fine. Great to visit with you. How is life after turning 40 today? You know, it's uh, same. Pretty much same. I uh, I got a lot of uh, 40-year-old uh, uh, gag gifts, and uh, I had a sticker put on my car when I got to the parking lot last night that said uh, something like senior driver or something along those lines, uh, and a lot of other stuff. Allie made some uh, coconut cupcakes and sent them into the field for everyone. There was a lot going on. It was really nice. It was nice, though. Do you mind mentioning names? Who who probably presented the best gag gift that you feel comfortable revealing said player or staff member? Yeah, Rod McCormick. I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. Um, uh, clubhouse guru, extraordinaire, mentor to many, uh, storyteller, so many things. Um, he, he actually brought me uh, pixie sticks and uh, big league chew as well, because we were uh, reminiscing about little league days and the, the things that we would put in our bodies continuously before every game. You know, you'd fuel up. With a couple of those two and a half foot long pixie sticks, which, you know, death by whatever's in that stuff, and and that's uh, <laughs> that's what we would do. So what what were we doing last night during the game? We were passing a pixie stick around. And everyone was was eating sugar. Yeah, was, lo- yeah, just 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 loading up on sugar all night long, huh? That's right. Now the team nutritionist is does that just get a pass for the night because it's your birthday? You know, when you uh, attain the the level of forty years old, and uh, you know you got the uh, you know a little gut work in and all this stuff, you you eat what what you want, and and you don't really look for people or names or uh, advice or anything like that. You, you just you put it down, and then you, you wake up the next day. It's great. I'm glad you enjoyed your day. Hopefully, the Twins uh, can get a win today and win this series from a contending Toronto team. And Griffin Jacks is on the mound. We'll get to him coming up later on. But Rocco, let's go big picture if we can for a bit since this is our last Sunday visit of the season. Twins enter this game today 69-86. and 86. Expectations were high entering the year as they should have been. Do you view this season as much of a, of a disappointment as many do externally? Uh, I, I'm disappointed. Um, yes. I, I don't see any other way uh, around that. Um, we came into the, to the year, into spring training, uh, into opening day, um, fully anticipating to compete, to win. Um, and, and I wanted to win the division. I'll, I'll tell you that, you know, you, yes, we go one day at a time. That's really the way that we operate, but, uh, no, th- this is not the way that it was, uh, set up and it's not the way it was supposed to be executed. And so, you know, I have to take responsibility for that. I know our players take responsibility for that, but I, I certainly have to step up and say that, um, you know, I, I do, uh, you know, probably more than anybody else at all. And uh, that's that's how it works. Um, we have work to do. Uh, have I liked a lot of what we've seen, uh, especially in the second half from a lot of different guys in our clubhouse? 
Um, I, I can say, yeah, I, I think we've done some good things, not nearly enough to get where we needed to be at the end of the season. But I think some of the individual performances uh, and some of the growth of some of our guys is something that we can really look to going into the offseason. I guess specifically in the role that you, you are in, how can you specifically and individually begin to correct this as you enter the offseason and into 2022? Well, I think we do it uh, big picture, and then we do it really by breaking down our roster player by player, seeing how everything fits together, and then seeing how we can improve each guy uh, over the course of the next uh, four months going into the spring. I do think, you know, when you look at what we did and how we did it, you know, we, we were certainly going to have to get more outs, pitch better, execute better on the mound. We had some injuries. Uh, we had some underperformance. We had some guys that we anticipated throwing the ball better, period. And uh, I do think when you look at it like that um, and, and looking at what we were able to build uh, over the previous couple of years with our pitching staff and how we did it, I do think we can do it again. Uh, I do think that uh, it, it'll be easier to start fresh and go into an off season, uh, try to make some additions, watch some of our young pitchers and see what they do. We talked about Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober. I think those are two good guys young guys to start with. We have some other young guys that have not broken through yet, but uh, guys that I think we can really build around uh, nucleus-wise with our rotation. Yeah, Derek Falvey has touched on this uh, recently when beginning to think about the pitching plans come 2022 in that the Twins have operated on a rather traditional path. They've had a five-man rotation, but come next season, it may not be that. Would you be on board for that if it's you know a three- or four-man staff and then you have you go back to openers or you have some combination of bullpen games, would you be in favor of that next season? You know, I'm in favor of whatever seems like the best plan and what could work. It might be a five-man staff like it's been for, you know, much of history uh, with us and every other team. Uh, it might not be. And and I'm I'm open-minded. I like to think through, th- think through things, um, not exactly, you know, make those kinds of decisions on a whim or off of just maybe, you know, one conversation or two conversations. Uh, Because really what you have to do at that point to implement something like that is you got to get the players on board. Uh, You got to get the guys, uh, you know, locked in, knowing why we're doing something, having a plan going in, being uh, confident in it. So, uh, you know, if we're able to do all of that, and that's what looks like is going to get us to the place where we need to be and winning more ballgames, then we'll do it. The questions that that you have raised to Derek and Thad when the team is interested in signing a free agent, will those questions change based on what happened this year? Because the Twins this year, in terms of free agents that they brought in, you know, many did not perform at the level that everybody envisioned. So will you tweak the questions now after what you experienced this year to see, okay, does this guy fit? Will this guy help correct it? Or do you just look at this year and, you know, it's it's an anomaly in some ways because guys did not perform at the level that everybody thought they would? Yeah, we have we have a good plan and a good process that that I believe in and that I know uh, is going to help us get um, where we need to be. And when I start looking at that and start asking questions again, I'm, I'm, you know, not not the one that's bringing in the players, but probably the one that's asking a lot of those questions like like you mentioned. Um, a lot of the questions I, I asked, too, are about the not just the, the performance of the player or what we think the player can be. That's, that's a, a huge part of it. But also the, uh, the clubhouse aspect of it, too, the kind of person that this guy is, uh, how he is to work with, 
how he is taking suggestion, talking to other coaches and staff members and people that they they know. Uh, those are all important things to me as well. So a lot of these conversations, they're not exactly just looking down at uh, you know a stat sheet or going to uh, one of their pages and seeing uh, what they can do and how they do it. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. I, I do spend a lot of time and energy on those questions. They mean a lot to me uh, and to all of the guys in our clubhouse. If you're going to bring someone into an environment, uh, you better really uh, look into them and spend the time on them. But uh, will it change, uh, you know, from previous years? No, we're trying to we're trying to put a competitive team together to go out there and win the division. So the questions themselves will probably remain pretty similar. You know, we have to look at ourselves in the mirror, see what we look like going into the spring, uh, and and know who we are to see what we're going to try to acquire. All right, it's Inside Twins with the Rocco Ball Deli, our Sunday guest twins, and the Blue Jays coming up on a beautiful Sunday afternoon here at Target Field. We'll take our first break, come back. And more with the Twins manager next on your home for Twins baseball. Inside Twins continues on a lovely Sunday here at Target Field. Inside Twins is brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Corey Provis back with Rocco Ball Deli. Exit interviews, and maybe that's not the, the, the right way to phrase it, but do you have that kind of situation with the guys as you now work your way into the final week of the season, does that take place before guys leave town? It does. We don't exactly call them the the interview uh, interviews, but uh, we spend time sitting down with with each one of our guys. Some of the conversations are longer, Corey. Some of them are are shorter. Some of them have to do with uh, exactly what's going on out on the field. Some of them have to do with their off season and their plan going forward. Uh, adjustments we want them to make. Uh, medical strength and conditioning. It, it could mean different things for different guys. We definitely spend the time, though, uh, to go meet with them. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's just me. Sometimes it's Wes. Sometimes it's a bunch of uh, people in a room. But uh, it's something that is helpful going in, yes. Yeah, I would imagine so. And it, does, it, does it ever get too specifics? Okay, here is what we want you to do with your swing. This is what we want you to do with your release point if you're a pitcher do you break down specifics when you have those kind of conversations? Um, again, yes. Each guy, though, different. Uh, some guys, the entire conversation is about where they're going to spend their offseason, where they're going to work out, what we want them to do uh, maybe with their bodies, and, and what we want them to do, uh, as you mentioned. It could be something with their uh, delivery and something we want them to spend time on. Uh some again sometimes it's very technical and you're getting numerous people uh, involved in the conversation uh and sometimes it's uh it's it's not but um that being said I, I will tell you this the last couple of years it was harder to do because we were going into the playoffs late in the year and it's very hard to slow things down because you want the guys to focus on uh preparation and performing in the game and getting ready for that playoff series as it starts not sitting them down and breaking them down as they're trying to get ready for some of the most important games of the year. And then when the season ends, if you know, when you get beat and it's in the playoffs, it's over. And then guys are literally packing up their bags and they're leaving the next day. Uh, so you end up having some of those conversations on the phone this year, a little easier to get ahead of those things. Do you have those conversations too, with your coaching staff, not just with the players, but do you have those one-on-ones with the, with the staff? We've we've started to do that, um, but again, it's 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 probably a little more informal. Um, it might be 
uh, meeting up with someone on the road uh, for a little while for a coffee and, and talking over a few things. Uh, when I was actually with the Rays, I, I would meet up with Kevin Cash when the season ended for a coffee. Uh, after uh, everything kind of wrapped up a few days later, uh, go meet him for 45 minutes, shoot the breeze a little bit about what's coming up next. Um, with some guys, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, with other guys, um, there's there's less, and you can catch up once you get in, settle in back home. Uh, but we, we talk a lot as a group, so uh, yeah, I think we're going to end up uh, you know hitting up everybody. A bench coach uh, for next season after Mike Bell's passing, it seemed like. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Bill Evers kind of became that de facto bench coach, interim manager for you a couple of times. What are you looking for in a bench coach for 2022? Yeah, Bill did. Bill did fall into that that role and did a very nice job for us. It's um, upcoming for next season. That'll be our fourth different bench coach, basically in four years, and that's not uh, the easiest thing for a team, for a staff. A lot of that's out of our hands. There's, there's honestly not much that we could have done about it. Um, but we will be looking to fill that role. Um, there's. So much that goes into that role. A lot of it can be put down on paper, and some of it is just bringing a lot of different people and things together seamlessly uh, and doing it uh, in, a, in a productive fashion. You need to fill gaps and holes when, when you see them without being told what to do. It's not necessarily the easiest job, uh, but you know, someone that uh, relates well to a group, a great baseball mind, uh, really good with people, um, understands what we're doing and why we're doing it, uh, and then and then conveys it and brings it uh, brings it to the table every day with with great energy. That's that's not an easy role to fill. We're gonna, we're going to talk through this a lot. We're not on the verge of making any sort of uh, decision as as uh, soon as the off season begins. Um, we're going to go through a little process. Uh, and, and look both internally and externally. You played in the big leagues, but not many with your staff equal that in terms of playing, you know, whether that's a position or throwing in big, in, uh, big league games. Would you like to add more player experience to your staff if given that opportunity for 2022? Yeah, Corey, I think there are ways to do it too. Um, and staffs look a lot different these days. Uh, than they have in the past. You know, in the past it was, you know, you know, eight or nine coaches. And that's it. That's your staff. And uh, we we've had um, times where we have Latroy Hawkins here. Has he been on the coaching staff officially? Uh, no, but he's around our group, and he was around our group a lot last year. Uh, it was very very valuable to us. Do I think there's value in that in that experience? Um, absolutely. Uh, do I think it's the end-all, be-all? No, of course not. Um, I think some of the best coaches I've ever been around uh, in this game did not play in the big leagues and didn't come close to playing in the big leagues. So uh, I, I do think that what you try to do is you, you try to find a staff that can do a lot of different things and relate to a lot of different people, um, a diverse staff, not just in ethnicity, but in, in every possible way. Uh, you, a lot of uh, value by having a lot of different kinds of people. All right, we'll take our final break on our Sunday show. Come back and wrap up Inside Twins next on your home for Twins Baseball. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's our final segment of Inside Twins brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Corey Provis back with Rocco Baldelli. Rocco, the team this year obviously did not meet expectations. We touched on that early, but we did see some good things. And seeing Jorge Polanco have the season that he's had, uh, seeing Joe Ryan and seeing Bailey Obers, seeing some young guys debut, what are some positives that you take away player-wise from 2021? Yeah, yeah. You, you touched on some of the specific guys. Um, the uh, you know, the guys uh, as a whole played hard, went out there, uh, worked hard, did everything possible on that end. Uh, again, as, as the manager and as a, as a staff member, um, you know, we, we have to take some of the responsibility because a lot of our guys went out there and, and did their jobs well. You talk about uh, Byron Buxton when he was on the field was essentially one of the most electric and productive players in all of baseball. Um, very, very, uh, very fun, even for us in the dugout, to watch him. Uh, Polo, uh, unbelievable to come back uh, after the, the ankle issues he's dealt with. Um, put things together again, really establish himself at second base, uh, doing a good job. Uh, JD's been on the field and has been a productive presence for us uh, all year long. Um, he's had fantastic at-bats. He's hit balls hard. He's been on base continuously. And to be honest, you know, he's had some hiccups early on, especially physically. He's posted up every day. The guy wants to play every single day and be out there on the field. Um, Miguel Sano's second half, uh, excellent. Mitch Garver, uh, when he uh, has not been dealing with the things he's been dealing with physically, um, excellent player. Um, I, I do think you start looking at that on the position player side. There's a lot of bright spots. There's a lot of guys that uh, you can look at and say, hey, these are good guys to, to build around and a team can win. On the pitching side, um, I think that, you know, the Joe Ryans and the Bailey Obers in the, in the uh, rotation, our bullpen really solidified itself as the season went on. And I do think that the, as a group, that's actually very important too. We can break each guy down, but I think as a group, uh, you need that going into the off season and going into the next spring. So we have the bright spots. We've had some production. Uh, now it's time to put it together. Uh, Nick Gordon's going to be at shortstop today. Also, finally seeing Nick play, too, is something I'll take away from 2021. Rocco, former first-round pick. He's been decimated by health you know, setbacks with COVID, with uh, gastrointestinal problems. To see him come out and play and perform at this level, do you look at him as, as an important piece for 2022 in maybe one defined role or as a more versatile option? I, I do. He's beginning to establish himself in a really nice way. And uh, it's, it's, it's hard not to root for Nick Gordon. Uh, he's a wonderful young man. He works his tail off. Uh, he's gone through a, a – we know what he's gone through. It, it, I mean, there were so many days we, we felt for him because there was nothing we could really do at the time to help him, but he battled through it, and he keeps showing up, and, and he put himself in position to help us. He's taken advantage of these opportunities. We've given him at-bats. He's showing us what he can do. We want to give him more at-bats, so he's out there. He's going to be playing shortstop today. He plays left field, center field. He's moved all around the field. 
not easy to do for any player. Forget about a young player. Uh, any player being able to go out there and play five positions, moving them around regularly uh, and without inhibition. I mean, that's just fantastic. He plays with great energy. That's what you want from a guy that can be that multi-positional player for you. We'll see what it, what it looks like going into next spring. We'll see what our roster looks like, what our needs are, but he's certainly done a hell of a job. I'd have under two minutes left. Uh, the season wraps up a week from today. What are your plans? Allie, Louisa, do you guys stick around here, or do you, do you head back to Rhode Island, or what's next for the uh, Baldelli family? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit, everything's a little different now. And, uh, <laughs> when, yes, yes, it is. When, Yes, it is. When the season ends, um, I'm going to stick around here. Uh, my family will stick around in Minneapolis for probably 10-ish days. Uh, I'll be at the stadium a handful of times. I'll be meeting with some of our guys and uh, also Derek and Thad and, and talk, talk through some things. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of work on our, uh, on our condominium here in Minneapolis, too. So we're going to be packing up and uh, moving all of our stuff into storage. Um, so the guys can come in and, uh, Branson builders can come in and get some work, uh, some work done in the house. Um, and we're going to get back to Rhode Island. We're going to take our time, take a few days, drive back to South Kingstown, uh, and settle in for an off season in the woods. So that's, uh, that's our plan right now. Things can always, uh, things can always change, but, uh, I can't wait to get home and spend some time with the girls. Hey, it's been a blast. Once again, uh, a challenging season uh, again through this pandemic and through these virtual conversations, obviously the team performance, not what we all hoped, but I, I really appreciate your time every day. I know our audience has, so thanks a lot. And we'll chat this week on the pregame show, but this is our last extended conversation of the year. Always appreciate the time, Rock. Great job. I appreciate you very much, Corey. Thank you for everything, and I know we'll be talking. Thanks a lot. Oh, that's Rocco Baldelli. This has been Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, locally owned and operated. It's how memories are created and legends are made. We thank you for joining us. More to come. Chris is standing by with the Adana Realty pregame lineup card. Then we'll have Game 4 Twins and the Jays, Manoa for Toronto, and Jacks for the Twins. Stay tuned. More to come right here on your home for Minnesota Twins baseball.